Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Pissed Off Fracker. Today you're joined by your host Richard and today we're here to do a mid-season review of, well, the season so far. Today joining me on this festival propaganda, if you will, is not other than Mahad and Kwame. Fresh back, of course, from the Roly store after shedding tears of Messi going to PSG. <laughs> Mahad, how are we today, fellow? I'm okay, um... I am. I, re- I refuse to talk about Barcelona. I refuse to speak about anything football. I came here for a non-football talk. You know what I mean? I came for uh, a Formula One talk. Um, listeners, if you see my facial expressions or even look at the shadows in my glasses, I'm watching the Barcelona game in the background. So if you see me getting upset, you know what time it is. But yeah, I'm good, man. How are you, Richard? I'm not too bad, bro. I'm not too bad. You know, you know, F1's been a, on a, a summer shutdown. You know, uh, we've done the same thing, basically. You know, we haven't heard from us since that absolutely mental race from Hungary. But, you know, we're doing what everyone else is doing at the moment, you know, mid-season review. So why not one of the top podcasts around give you that as well? So fresh back from Italy, from Shadow and Franz Toss, so we can place him as team principal for next year. <laughs> Alpha Kwame, what's good? Uh, I'm good, brother. I'm good, brother, man. Yeah, just came to you, obviously, you know, got a fresh year, most of that, you know, uh, be enjoying myself. Uh, but, yeah. Listen, this um, F1 break, you know, we must in these guys until but back now. Some good content for you lot. I see you doing the fresh turn for the, the YouTube Kwame. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. But anyways, nah, not even, man. I, 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 I <laughs> he got that 20 minutes before this, this video. Definitely the bomb is still in the house. It's funny because I didn't say it yesterday because I, I think I think my guys in there for my uh, birthday thing in it and literally. Like an hour before I met with them, I got a trim. So, yeah, I did the same thing not for the YouTube, but... Hey, ah, YouTube two bits mm. Happy birthday yeah. for this week, Kwame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. happy, happy birthday, Kwame, as well. Yeah. Shit, I forgot, yeah. Um, no, we're jacking on now, we're jacking on now, man. <laughs> but, yeah, appreciate yeah, that. Listen, if, if uh, Insta Buddies can do birthday moms, why can't we do birthday weeks? <laughs> That's all i got to say. We celebrate birthdays here at Pit Stop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we do, man. That's correct. Yeah. We were having these... Anyway... Anyways, on to proceedings. The top five best drivers of the season so far. So, we've had, you know, a lot of surprise packages. We've had a lot of disappointments as well. But we're here to talk about who has been, in our opinions, in the top five best so far this season. Mahad, I'm going to come to you on this. Who's in your top five so far this season? Who's really impressed you? All right. So, number one. Um, has to be Lando Norris. He's absolutely had an outstanding season. And um, considering that he's third in the standings, with possibly uh, sometimes the third best car, sometimes the fourth best car, depending on what Ferrari turns up, is just outstanding. The amount of podiums he's got, 
consistently being in the points. I think he's been in the points every race bar one, I think, and absolutely beating down his teammate, um, who is an experienced driver, and just showing the world what he's about. I think this is outstanding from him. And um, it surprised me. I didn't know he... I knew, I knew Lando was good, but I didn't know he was like this good because even last season and the season before, him and Sainz were like battling it out. You know, they, they they were quite consistent with what their results were. And I feel like he's, Lando's gone leaps on bounds and it's just been absolutely outstanding. So for me, that's the number one driver so far. If we're going to end the season right now, and we'll talk about driver of the season, I'm talking Lando Norris, um, just because of everything that he's been doing. Uh, number two, um, I'd say Lewis. He's in the t- top of the driver standings. No matter what the situations was, the amount of recovery drives he's made, the amount of times he's had to kind of bail out Mercedes just with exceptional, exceptional performances, even one that we saw in Hungary where he's dragged it all the way back to get a P2. Um, he hasn't had the best car this season, but he's managed to get the most out of the package and even the slight mistakes he has made, he's been able to recover from it. Um especially like Imola, for example. Um, and he's been quite consistent with his results. And even though he has one less races than Max, he's managed to put himself top of the standings and he's um, helping Mercedes win that constructors battle. So I'll put him number two. Uh, Max, number three. Um, he's done so well as well, uh, considering um, this is the first time he's ever been in a title battle and he's managed to win five races. He's managed to improve in his quality. He's managed to improve in his one lap pace. Um, and he is putting it in a position where he needed to be. Some people, when they get the fastest car, they don't do what they need to be doing. And he's managed to bring Red Bull into a title uh, title battle in terms of the constructors and going for that first driver's title. So I think he's third. Fourth, Gasly. Absolutely amazing. I think... For him, is it's time and time again, he's just showing, look, I'm that guy. Especially when he's the number one driver. I know we had that situation at Red Bull where he wasn't the number one driver and he wasn't getting preferential strategy. But I feel like he's comfortable with Alfa Tari. And he is dragging that team uh, by the neck and getting very, very far, high qualifying positions, good race pace. Um, I just think he's been out. I think he hasn't really put a foot wrong this season to be fair. And the fifth one, I don't know. I'll put it up in there. I might throw that to you lot to decide what that one is, but I'm going to try, I'm going to chicken out and say, I'm not putting a fifth driver. I'm not going to lie. Not even like a George Russell or, you know, uh, like Carlos Sainz or that, 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 that Monagascu maybe? Uh, uh, maybe. I, I, if you gave me that choice of three, I'm going to pick Sainz because Sainz has come into a team brand new into Ferrari. And he's beating his teammate. And then people are going to be like, oh, it's technicalities, Leclerc's at DNFs, don't matter. He's got two podiums with a brand new team. Completely different setup. And it's like, he he's he's just showing his adaptability because that's how much teams he's driven for. And he's done well for him. So yeah, uh, big up signs. I'll put signs fifth. If you gave me the choice of Leclerc, signs and Russell. I'm not putting a man that's crying over points in the top five, I'm sorry. Give me more, man. Latifi's got more points than you, bro. That, that, I mean, that's that's fair enough. Um, I pretty much agree with your top five, to be fair, but maybe in a slightly different order. But yeah, um, Kwame, what about you? Who's you? Who's really impressed you this season? Who's in your top five? <laughs> um, you have not talked about this beforehand, uh, before the pod, but my well, order is literally uh, the same, uh, literally the same order. Um, you can check out um, my tweet I posted uh, on the um, on Twitter, uh, Tobias, um, also the Pistol Factors account as well. Um, so yeah, app is the fucker, um, plug. Um, but yeah, mine was yeah, originally first Lando. First Lando, um, reason being is because, um, I feel like he's came into his own this season. Um, especially I feel like last season, last first few seasons, he was, I feel like he was just below the tier of the uh, Verstappen's and the Clerks of his world. But I feel like this season is definitely, um, on par with them, it's definitely being best of the rest, being better than, um, People like, you know, um, Bottas and uh, Perez, even though, yes, they are second drivers in their team, they have got the better car, better equipment than, uh, than Lando. Yet yeah, Lando has been very consistent, 
Um, if it wasn't for that last race in Hungary where we had the melee, he, he would have probably finished every every um, race of season in the point position, which is just consistency, which is just amazing, which you've got to give to him, especially against a young driver. Um, and he's taken the criticism as well for that, because this year people were saying him and Danny Rick, not sure how they're going to compete. Um, Danny Rick was, you know, the guy who got better than Vettel, the guy who, you know, pushed Renault from what, a mid-table team to a team that are fighting for podiums and People saying is Lando going to be that guy? He's just a happy Twitch guy, duh, 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 but he's really put his, his own this season. So for me, Lando is uh, number one. Um, number two, yeah, same symptom I had. They went for uh, Lewis. Um, I feel like my number two and number three, you can switch it up however you want it. Um, because I feel like this, this season's been very, very close and very, very tight. But yeah, uh, I went with Lewis just because you know he's currently winning uh, the championship. And yes, there are a lot of technicalities you can go into it the Silverstone crash, um, the whole situation in Hungary. Uh, Baku as well, where you know Lewis even made a mistake, and also Max had his issues, but he's taken the advantages um, and the win situations to his hands. He's even though he's had the worst car, in my opinion, compared to um, Max and Red Bull, he's pushed the Mercedes team up where they shouldn't be. And um, because of that, sort of certain of this certain decisions he made, they are now ahead of a born championship. Um, further, I've got to get to Max. He's had a brilliant year for this year. Um, definitely been consistent of looking at this record here apart from hungary he'd been even further second in the race that he finished so that's an impressive style you got you really got to give to him uh agenda no agenda he's been very good this season um taking this channel the with the fastest car only issue is you know we've got to see how he will be in the um championship with his mindset we've seen him kind of get a bit angry at the press already when they're comparing with him and lewis and how they're going to battle but i think this season will go right to the wire um currently uh fourth i've gone for yeah my boy pierre gasly um again he's been very doing very well in the alpha tally um very consistent um i've he's been doing very well in qualifying again top six most of the time again in the car that's midfield um of the field say top five uh top six so that's why we should put him around 10th but he's uh overachieving i can't my opinion uh he's been pushing that team leading that team as well and your nearest um, rivalry in F1 is your teammate. And Yuki's my guy. And even though Yuki, um, this is his first season, he's been very, very inconsistent. And uh, there have been times where you can tell they're talented, they've been struggling. But uh, Gavin's just been up and beat on, getting played this game points consistently. And then finally, uh, had a go for science as well. Um, reason being away for science was because I always feel like science is underrated. Um, person, personality-wise, we wanted to do stuff off the field that mm, yeah, being been questioned by him. Him being a Madrid fan as well. <laughs> Putting my football biases there, but I feel like um, Science um, as a driver has been very consistent, um, not even in McLaren, but even in Ferrari, and especially now in his first season, um, he's going to get certain people with Starboys, uh, Charles Leclerc, and he's been uh, very, very close to him, very, very uh, close to him in qualifying in the races, and um, Especially in F1, a lot of people saying you need to get certain driver's time. Uh, looking at you, Danny Rick. Uh, he's been, he's actually now ahead of Leclerc in the uh, Stand Championship. And there's a lot of people saying that Sands is going to be a stopgap, you know, for Shumi or for uh, Isla or whoever's in the uh, Fire Academy. But he's definitely putting his own. And yeah, he's been doing very well this season. So that's my top five at the moment. Yeah, let me add to that. Yeah, if, if Sands, if Sands, anyhow, Beats Leclerc in the championship. I am looking at Leclerc funny because this is supposed to be Star Boy. What what is happening here? You can't let science just come in and just give you a quick, quick two two fist up and be like, "Yeah, I'm out." That 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 can't run. You're supposed to be the leader of the team. You're getting the big bread. You're Ferrari's mm-hmm. hopes and dreams. Some guy can't just come in and just give you one two punch to your head top. That I'm looking at you different. And if if that happens to Leclerc, boy. Me and Richard are running around like we're pack. Over. <laughs> you gotta be Richard one on that Burman slip. People put in him top five this season. I've seen people put Leclerc top five. For, for what? You're losing to your teammate. Nobody it's in that just, top five propaganda. are losing to their teammate. None of them are losing to their teammate. So it's, it has to be propaganda. Yeah. I feel especially as well when you're building your team around Leclerc, you got rid of your um, Vettel, who was on how much money he was on. Um, they decided to give what a uh, definite contract for five years, 
And even though, yes, it's only a three-point difference, still the fact that you let this guy, he was doing decent on McLaren. He wasn't doing amazingly well. He was just doing his job. Let him now outscore you. It's looking a bit long. I can't lie. And you, you might be the star boy of the team. You might be the franchise of Ferrari. Your yeah, I can't, I can't lie. Science should be nowhere near Leclerc in the grand scheme of things. The way, if you measure up the hype between Leclerc and, you know, the lack of hype, if you will, between Science, they sh- should be nowhere near each other, really. But he's ahead of him on in the standings. You could say mitigating circumstances. He didn't start at Monaco. Maybe that was 25 points in the bag. You could say, okay, with Seb's disqualification at Hungary, you know, there's a three-point swing. I don't give a shit. You know, agenda's going to agenda. He's ahead of him in the standings. That's that. You want to talk up like he's the next Schumacher, whatever you want to say. He's Ferrari's hopes and dreams. Listen, come come the end of his contract, I think it's till 2024 before the engine change comes in. Look, Ferrari ain't going to do fuck all. I'm telling you, they ain't going to do fuck all. It took them, what, three years in the table hybrid era to do a decent car? And then you still didn't do jack shit in the grand scheme of things? It's going to happen the same again with these, with these brand new cars next year. The Ferrari won't be good until like 2025. So, all this hopes and dreams and all this Leclerc's next up. No, he's just going to be seeing man like Lando, Max, and um, who else? Lando, Max, and George go sail past them. That's that's it. It'll probably be more because of Ferrari more than him. But listen, it is what it is. It's the way shit crumbles in it. So, I digress. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have that debate real soon. Uh, between uh, Max and Leclerc. It's not looking good for Leclerc right now. We're stacking evidence. Yes. We're building up as like a like a CSI case or something. Whatever it is, FBI case. Trust me. Yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna be bare closed doors for Leclerc fans. It's gonna be nuts wrong. Trust me. Anyways, yeah, my top five is pretty much the same as yours, but it's slightly different order. So I may as well just reveal it for content purposes. Um yeah, so I had Gasly at fifth. Gasly's been very, very consistent this season. You know, he has he has been for the past two years, really. Um, in that time, he's got three podiums. You know, he's got a podium basically every year since he left Red Bull. You know, I think he's got into qualified in the top five or finished in the top five, like eight out of 11 times this season, which is yeah. extremely impressive, to be fair. He's absolutely smoked Yuki as well. Some people saying, oh, yeah, Yuki will beat him. No, he's absolutely schooled him. Absolutely. No, I doesn't want to hear that, but look, listen... It is what it is, isn't it? I, 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 I was just, I was inflating stocks, man. But anyways, um, hey, <laughs> hey, there, but there are people saying that you could be better than Gasly, but just lose. I can't lie, man. Especially rookie in his first season compared to a season Gasly. Like, come on. You, you know what? You know when Elon Musk just starts tweeting about Dogecoin. That's what I was doing about with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was, I was doing mad propaganda. But hey, what? Yeah, we'll speak about Yuki later. But yeah, Gasly's going in, man. Wait, wait, saying Yuki coin, yeah, it's going down. <laughs> I I, I I have the most Yuki coin in the world. And trust me, I'm making a flip. I'm making bread yeah. out I'm holding. All right, cool. When that crashes and burns, like GameStop or something, fam, no refunds. That's all I'm telling you. No refunds. Yeah, I've, who else I have fourth? I actually had science fourth because he's really, really impressed me this season. Um, I expect him to do all right, but he's actually done really, really well. Um, even when he's that like shoddy qualifying, he usually just quietly gets himself up the field, you know, like a cheeky like six place or something. You know, he's done that quite a few times this season, went under the radar. But I've been I've been keeping my ear to the streets. I've been I've been watching, I've been like, oh, okay, maybe this little Alonzo Vigen is, is all right. He's not too bad, you know what I mean? He's he's the best out of the the um, the new drivers, if you will, in terms of the ones that have changed teams definitely. You know, Danny Rick, Danny Rick's thinking of joining out of the clan. Um Seb, Seb, Seb's doing all right, uh, uh, Master Martin. And uh, who's the other one? I can't remember who's changed teams. Perez. That's Perez. It, yeah. Yeah, Perez has done mm, here and there. But Sain, I think Sainz has definitely been the best out of that four, basically. Um, actually, Lewis at number three as well, not, not at number two. Just because he's done a few more mistakes this season than what he usually does. Um, but in terms of analyzing his mistakes, they're not. They're kind of like weird mistakes. They're not really like... It's not like he's done the same thing like three times over in the same season. You know, in terms of like the big magic thing, I don't think he's ever done that before, ever. So that's just a weird anomaly. Can you say? Um, in terms of him sliding out to Imola, you know, he's one of the best ever in the ring. 
you know, it's completely normal for him to maybe one day slide out in the rain. Like, that's completely normal. It just happens to be, you know, people assuming that he didn't DNF because, you know, other people usually do in them circumstances. It's just the way it is. Um, yeah, this is not a common thing where he's useless in the wet. So I don't really see that as a, like a massive deal in the grand scheme of things in terms of how he's in the wet. But it doesn't help for your championship sort of like challenge, really. Um, what else has he done? I don't remember. Not. I yeah, think he's already pretty... Yeah, Monaco, Monaco was bad qualifying. Sorry, what was that? In Monaco, you had a bad qualifying, I think. Yeah, he had a bad qualifying in Monaco. Uh, qualified seventh. Ended up trying to do the undercut, basically, on Gazi or someone mm-hmm. else, I think, Seb. And it didn't work. You know, it's, it's one of them things, you know. You know, Monaco is not one of the strongest tracks, but he has won there three times. So that's the sort of standards, you know, that Lewis is basically put up to, basically. How can you win three times at a second? And that's not one of your strongest circuits. You know, that's that's hilarious, basically. Um, but yeah, it's just that a whole Lewis in the higher standard to what other, what other people do. So that's why I only put him third, really. But he has done some, like, stellar drives in those last few races. So that's why he is there. And obviously, he'd actually be lower, to be fair. Um, put Lando second as well. Lando, he's been the joint most consistent person alongside Max, basically. Um, the only reason why Max had him is because Max has been given... Um, the best car on the grid, basically, for most of the races, and he's actually taken advantage of having that package, basically, you know, going up against, you know, arguably the GOAT. So that's why I had not only fit a second, just I've got Max first, basically, because especially with all the hype that's been around Max for the last few years, you know, people say it's not been justified and blah, blah, blah. He's justifying it now. He, this is what we expected of him, and he's performing the way we expect him to relative to the hype and the talent that he has with the package that he has also. So that's why I put Max first. But yeah, it's good to know that we all know Wheel. We all said the same five drivers, just in slightly different order. So yeah. Moving on to top five worst drivers of the season. I'm start with you, Kwame. Who has been absolutely fucking dead this season? This one's gonna be a bit what this one's gonna be kind of uh yeah off the bat because i have not prepared for this one <laughs> um but yeah um i'm for takes guys uh you know what's good for for agenda oh, i'm gonna say jimmy nazi uh why do you have a drove on that agenda <laughs> <laughs> so random of all the drivers on the grid you don't like Martin gonna be happy i'm telling you it's not gonna be happy <laughs> no uh uh the reason i do um no, no, no. I don't even hate the guy. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's a nice guy. But um, when I was seeing some people saying that uh, Fry takes for, for Donny, whose um, career has been very, very mid, and Alpha car that I, I, I don't know. My expectations of Alpha is higher than what they are, essentially. So when I see Alpha, I feel like bottom of the midfield pack, getting one or two points here and there. But I'm seeing people gas up uh, Gio, who's getting one ten points, one one ten place here, one ten place here, one nice place here. Come on, but but, but, but but at the same time, people getting fire shots with it. But then your, your junior ca- ca- uh, career doesn't back that up. But as a certain man, they're in the worst car. They're there, okay. Not 10th to get 11th and 12th, saying no more, one or two places behind. But they've got the junior career to back up. I look at the junior career and look at drivers as well. And I judge drivers. And Giovinazzi's career, his junior career is a bit higgy. But. Anyways, um, nah, um, yeah, this is this was this is actually no particular order because I don't know what, what I'm gonna do, but yeah, I'll say um, two other drivers, so um, Giovinazzi and uh, Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy stinks, man. Kimmy's been a cho- Kimmy has been good. I mean, listen, I, I expect Kimmy's a driver. He's a world champion, and being world champion in the sport is um very very hard. There's only a select few drivers to be a world champion. Uh, I, I like to think around 30, 34. That's my guess, but there's not been there's not long story, there's not many drivers being world champions. Um, so the fact that Kimmy's got world champion and uh, even his days in McLaren, he's an elite driver, his days in Lotus, he bought that team and he was getting it for wins and podiums. He's an elite driver, but I feel like now, ever since his second stint in Ferrari, where he was just there with his boy Vettel, just vibes being the second man, and now this year in Alpha, he, he, actually, first season Alpha was very good, his first season in Sabre was good, but. These past few seasons, man, has just been chilling and just vibing. And again, Giovinazzi, again, I, I look at, I compare drivers to their teammates. And uh, Kimi is just here for vibes. He said it himself in many times, I'm just a hobby to me. 
And if you're equal with a guy who's in his 40s, uh, 41er, you just say, I'm chilling. Uh, I'm just here for the sport. I'm going to have question marks. Uh, I'm going to have question marks. Uh, so, yeah, um, them two alpha drivers. Uh, here's the thing. The, the Haas guys, issue with the Haas guys, because their car is so so bad, it's very hard to compare them because they're doing, they can't do any much more than their car. But I feel like everyone else hasn't been underachieving. Danny Rick has, which I'll put Danny Rick into the list, that guy. Listen, Danny Rick against my guy, but he has not been putting up to the standards of his team in Lando. Again, that's your nearest competitor. Yes, I mean, we've been saying that the McLaren car is a bit hard to drive. It's a bit very unique to drive, but listen, you're a season uh, driver now in the sport. You're one of the older heads of the grid, which is pretty mad alongside uh, Kimmy, like I said, Vettel, Hamilton. You're one of the older guys now in your 30s. I expect you to be heading up this team and pushing the team to be top three now. Not, not, not Lando, not, not, not this kid, not this younger, not this Coco star by doing it for you. Uh, and it's just been very disappointment. I mean, I remember Zach Brown said that he, um, had to bet if he could win, he'll get a NASCAR drive. It, it's looking very questionable for podiums right now. I can't lie. Um, yeah, he hasn't been doing as well. He has been singing up the joint, and I expect much more better than, uh, I know in his first season in Renault, he was, um, he started poorly and then he improved. So I'm not gonna stick like uh the gym just I'm gonna wait for a season for the guy, but phew, has not been good, has not been good. And everyone else who's joined their new teams now, see Vettel now, he's starting to warm up now better Aston Martin. You see um Perez is doing better than other second drivers, even though people have been questioning about Perez, he's been doing better than second drivers, got his W for Red Bull. Um, like we said, signs as well, top five so far. He's been very well, he's new move for Roy. Daniels look like the odd one out now. So he needs to improve real quick, and um, yes, yeah. I'm um, still going to order the two cyber drivers, two hash drivers, and uh, Daniel Rick. Um, yeah, dash drivers, they made a lot of mistakes from them. I understand they're the rookies, but they're crashing out, they're spinning out. Even Gunters, even Gunters get mad, man. Even Gunters get mad at them. And I'm not going to get mad at anything, but listen, if your own team principles look is giving you side eye, you have to step up, man. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I rate Mick. Um, I thought that Mick could be a definitely a good position driver. Um, again, I don't think he'd probably be the best driver, but I, I see from his junior career where he's very consistent, um, very good at, um, at, at, at first laps. Um, I, I see a bit of Hogberg him. Hogberg's my guy, and I definitely feel like Mick's got a career in F1, but that car, man. That car, man. And again, around them, Williams again points. Um, Shout Hungry. And then I feel like the Everyone above Aston Martin Alpine have been on job this season, so yeah, they're my five. Okay, um, Mahat, who's been absolutely dead for you this season? Dead lost, dead lost by a mile. I don't care, Danny Rick. You're dead lost, bro. Yeah, I've been sold a dream, I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah, because <laughs> I've seen. I've seen Danny Rick from the outside looking in, you know what I mean? So he's been on other teams. He's been at Renault. He's been at um, Red Bull. And everybody's like praising him. Oh my God, he's amazing. So on and so on. They keep mentioning, oh, seven-time race winner. He's the only driver that gets told, announced a seven-time race winner, like he's an accolade, like he's a big boy accolade. It's only seven wins, mate. Just, just chill. Yeah. Second of all, yeah. This guy is coming to my team, comes to McLaren, on smiley, smiley vibes and not putting in no work. Other day I'm hearing, oh, yeah, I think I'm, I, I need to try going on a simulator. Why are you not going on a simulator earlier? What's going on? So you're trying to tell me you was stinking out and you weren't on a simulator. You better get on the bloody computer. You better get, jump on Twitch streams with Norris <laughs> and play an F1 2021. You need to be doing something. You need to be making some change. This is what I'm saying, yeah? People are saying, yeah, um, this is unexpected. He needs time in the seat, so on and so on. He's 31 years old. Or is he 32? He's in his 30s. Yeah. Time's running out. I ain't waiting for you. You better do something now because what's happened, what has transpired is you getting absolutely cooked by your teammate. Yeah. And I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with it whatsoever. I'm not, I'm, I'm sounding very Brexit because I'm not even happy with his attitude towards it. Because he's not taking it serious. 
I, even what Lewis is in the bloody simulator. You need to be doing some sort of work to be improving your positions and getting me some podiums. Where I guarantee people were telling, well, had the mindset to say, yo, he's coming to McLaren to be the number one driver at McLaren. Why are you coming in and you're the second driver by far? By far. Even a gap, a gap between Perez and Max ain't this big. Not even a gap between um, Bottas and Hamilton is this big. By somebody that's in his third year in Formula One. This is unacceptable. And I feel like he's literally got the second half of this season to kind of save it for me. Because if he doesn't, yeah, I this this is the reason he's on fraud watch. And if he fucks up the whole year, I'm onto it. I'm looking at his whole career funny. So dead last Danny Rick, just because of circumstance. Because I, I, I'll say uh, 19th and 18th, um, I'm going to put Mazepin 19th, just because I don't think he's qualified to drive in this sport. I think he should be doing something else. I don't think, obviously, we know the reason why he's in this sport. But when you're talking about being one minute behind your teammate in the same whip, this is like this is like me driving. This is like me in Formula One. Like, what is going on here? You can't be that slow in a Formula One car. And we've seen the casual spins. He's called Mazda Spin now. Not good enough. Um, hopefully, think he's going to be in the spot. I don't want him to be in the spot, but we'll see what happens next year. Um, Mick, uh, I'm, I'm going to put Mick's. Actually, let me put let me put um, Kimmy there because Kimmy, I'm onto him because Kimmy is just out here on vibes. When I saw him crashing into Vettel for no reason in Austria, like 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 he's like he's got he needs to go to Specsavers or something. He, he didn't see him there. Just drove into him. Drove into well, his even, own team. Even the crash as well. Uh, uh, crashed the uh, Mazpin's all in the same race. I know that's where, I know, I know the pit group, but still. Right. Like, okay, okay. If, you, if you're not going to try, yeah. Okay, I can't fault a man for collecting checks because he's telling you blatantly, Alfa Romeo, yo, I'm here for vibes in it. And you still gave him a check to say, yo, drive for us. And he's not trying. It, it's time to go, man. It's time to go. This is this is malpractice on him and uh, Alfa Romeo because why has he still got a seat? I would be highly, highly shocked if he's got a seat next year at Alfa Romeo. They need to do something. There's new regulations. You can't just be having Kimi here. And Giovinazzi as well. He's in my bottom five because you're losing to a guy that's not trying. John Mad that is. How do you lose to a guy that's not trying? That's like that's like me like looking at my phone playing Fever and I'm slapping you 7-0. And you're doing your best. You're doing madness. You're trying to win, and I'm still, I'm still, I'm still dusting you quickly. That that's poor on him. He, he's had poor, he had a poor, poor, poor race in Hungary as well. Um, he's not lit up the grid. You know what I mean? He's this is this. Is, he's fighting for his life. He needs to do what he needs to be doing. But not who keeps on saying, "Oh yeah, he's the Ferrari reserve driver. We like him." Da, da, da. Brother, you're not getting a Ferrari seat. If he does get a Ferrari seat, Ferrari's dusted. They're absolutely finished. If they give him a seat, because this guy, I don't think he should be a Formula One either. That's another guy. Uh, Mick, Mick's done well, but he keeps binning it. He's costing his team money, man. Gone for stressing, stressing. This guy has been in cars in Q3, in Q3. Was it P3? In practice, you're been in the car, so you can't even qualify. You can't be doing them things. But he's a rookie, so I'll give him an allowance. I'm not giving Mazepin an allowance because even for rookie standards, it might be the worst driver I've ever seen. Um, the last one. Um, actually, that's it. That's five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I've done five. That's five, yeah. I didn't, I didn't need to up. mention Yuki still. Yeah, that's five, man. I didn't need to mention Yuki. <laughs> Danny Rick, Kimi, Gio, and the two hash drivers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, same as me, man. I tried to wait Yuki as well. I can't lie, man. Them, them stocks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sacking my boy. No, no. Yet, we're not mesh- <laughs> I'm, I'm here, so we're not going to be talking about those things. Yuki, he's a rookie. He's doing his, doing his thing. Second half. He's gonna get a podium at least. Boy, mad. That's a big shout. Um, I I'll run through my my one quick there quickly. Um, basically, first first worst basically Danny Rick. It's been a massive massive letdown. Absolutely panned by Lando. Absolutely embarrassing. You know, from when he's getting a um, lap by Lando at uh, Monaco, you know it's not good. You know it. You know it's not good at all. 
Um, you just reminded me. Oh my god. Yeah, that way as well. That's what he got. Wow. That's horrible. Hey, I've never scary. seen that for one. Scary, scary stuff. This is the seventh time race winner, you know. This is the one who stuck it on Max all those years ago. Now he's getting dusted by Lando. It's scary, man. Unless unless he's finished, like I need to see an improvement. That you know, second half of the season. Oh, I need to see improvement like, next year as well. Finish that thirty-two in F one. That's I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that uh, a driver finish that early. This boy. boy. Hey, listen. Boy, if he if he if he finishes like ninth or something in the driver standings, I want him gone. I don't even want to see him there next season. Do something with that contract. Get rid of it. I mean, he, he's ninth right now. Well, he's kind of joint level with Gasly. Almost been a compact or some shit. Yeah. So basically, if he stays there, you want him out, yeah. I want him out. We can get a better driver. We're better off with Sainz. I said this on the last one. I mean, to be fair, I can't see him getting any higher than seventh, though, because that is fancy points behind Leclerc, and I can't really see him doing a massive point swing come the end of the season. Lester the Ferraris just have mad unreliability or something. So it's going to be peak for him. I can't lie to you. Unless he gets like podiums, I don't know where they're fair enough, but. It's going a bit scary, I can't, I can't lie to you. Um, yeah, Danny Rixman, massive, massive letdown. Um, basically, yeah, second on the list, he's been shite. Uh, Mazepin, you know, he's what's, what's he done? Got a, got a record here, you know, of his website. It has Mazepin spawn basically, and it says that he spawned in qual in Q1 Tyson Bahrain, in Q1 once in Silverstone. Then in the races, he spun in Bahrain, MLA, and that's it. He's just spun in practice a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to put Mazepin there. But to be fair, I was actually time to put Mick there because he's, as you said before, Mahat, he's cost the team a lot of money. Like, he's just been in it in, like, qualifying and whatnot in his, you know, Leclerc bag and all shit like that. He's cost the team a lot of money, but it's only because Mick's performance in Hungary. That's why I've got him ahead of Mazepin. But either way, I've got Mick third ways basically because I know the, the car's terrible but you know you can't keep bending it and qualifying and whatnot it's just no you can't keep doing that and you got over, overtaken by Mazman at Silverstone as well clearly yeah, that was actually my overtake that was, as well can't I that was quite spooky that was quite spooky I can't lie to you I read Mazman but however he <laughs> he redeemed himself in some ways with his performance at Hungary so that's why he's only you know third ways and not second um, fourth, we have fourth. Yuki, yeah. Since Bahrain, I think he's only had like one good race. I think that was Baku, and I think um, and Hungary as well. He's only had really had like three good races. All the other times he's been abysmal, really. You know, sometimes he can't even get into like Q two. Sometimes he can't get into Q three. You know, for someone who's as well height and talented as him, he, it's been poor. Basically, you know, when F one Twitter accounts are doing, you know. Slow mos of the rear end twerking basically into the tire wall. It's it's not looking good because that's almost like your race highlights. Basically, that it's all looking good. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> com- that's that's a compilation, bro. That is his compilation. Yeah. It's just him, yeah, spinning into the back end of the wall. Yeah, you can't do city girls twerking later. It's it's scary, man. Just nah, it's scary. Um, who, who do I have fifth? Kimmy, yeah, him just crashed into his teammate into set for no reason. That's no. That's old man and six man. I can't lie to you. Even though I did come across a way of saying, I think he's made up the most places so far this season. You know, like, let's say qualifying 19th and then finishing 11th, basically. That sort of thing. So, but in some ways, no, he's, I think he's been ass, basically. You know, really, really, really and truly, he should be just in Jovanasi, but that's not really the case. But, hey, I digress. Anyways, let's move on to best moments of the season so far. Kwame, what, what moments have you really enjoyed this season so far? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Ocon's win. Um, that was a very, you know, F1. Uh, listen, there's not many much times where you get like a, a change in order on the grid. Like usually it's the same, especially in this era, the same for you guys on the podium, Ham, Botver. Um, and this season, basically between Hamilton and Verstappen, They've won every race except for Baku, where Bourbon 2 crashed out, essentially, and um, Perez won. So, literally, this season, we have not seen much change at the top. So, 
to see someone like Ocon, especially someone who came from the dirts, you know, from the mud, you know, in France, you know, uh, you know, them French guys there, um, his family's in the caravans for him to get to F1, him even getting been by Mercedes as well, um, and then pushing a G ahead of him, you know, he's came a long way, so I've got to give it to him for him winning that uh, race, and even if he didn't win, like, that podium is still insane, um, what, it was Ocon, um, Ocon, better on question, uh, in, in quote marks, um, uh, he, he's again, you know, for while he's, he's not doing well. Um, everyone kind of seems to want to vote now, uh, especially off the, off the field, you know, it's been pretty off the track, I should say, it's been pretty, you know, warming, you know, him signing up, you know, for recycling and uh, LGBT rights and whatnot. And uh, him now finally getting to a car that's getting podiums, uh, even Hamilton come up from the field from last place. Um, because like I said last week, hungry, he messed up, you know, just the, the start in um. He messed up the start, man. In um, Hungary, came out from the bottom of the field all the way to second place in the end. Um, as well, got disqualified. You got to give it to him. And even seeing people like Alonso, you know, lots of Romantada, man. We thought he, we, people in his pods, we thought he was finished. We thought this guy would not be back in F1 and he's just there schooling Hamilton, uh, defensive wise. So that, that was a that was a that was a treat. That was a good race. Um, my second, hmm. My second, my second, my second winning moment of the year. You're struggling, are you? <laughs> I'm struggling, bro. Bro, I'm, I'm struggling. Best shit happened. Best stuff happened, man. Best stuff happened. Best stuff happened, man. Uh, I'm thinking of something you like as well, basically. Um, you could say you know Lewis Silverstone win, basically. You could. Say, he, he, I, he, know, he, I was gonna say that. That's got it. That's got it. You know, I'm about to say I think of Silverstone. I'm thinking of even Bahrain is a nice race. Um, Baku as well. That's more of a worst moment again. Um, but yeah, you know what? So yeah, Silverstone was was insane. Um, just uh, actually, no, that's one of my worst moments actually because the aftermath. Uh, you know, I, I, I say Silver driving Baku as well is pretty nice because um, that's the first glimpse of him I saw this season. Because man was, I thought this guy was dusted again. I thought this guy was finished. I thought this guy was not doing anything, and then all of a sudden now. He had a decent qualifying, decent um, undercut, I'm pretty sure it was as well. Um, Baku, that got him all the way up to the uh, second place, he just held up. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a good race, I feel like, as well. And again, I, I like when the, the floor gets mixed up, man. Because, like, again, he had the tire spin outs um, with, um, with uh, Max. He had Lewis spin into the first corner, which is, I guess, another bad moment as well. But he binned it as well. And, yeah, just again, the mix in the field. I, I like seeing different fields. I like seeing competitive races, which you definitely have seen this season. Uh, my final moment as well. Um, actually, no, I, I say Imola as well. I say Imola. Imola was an intense race. Um, I really enjoyed that race. Um, just for the issues you had again with uh, Bottas and Russell. Um, the, um, I feel like, not only the intensity, but the outcome that could have um, this season we've seen. Because Bottas might get dropped for Russell or Bottas, you know. Not sure Bottas would be still be in Mercedes next season. Um, so that was intense. Um, Lewis as well, kind of coming back for him spinning the rain and going to the gravel trap, and him having to again drive back up through the field as well. I thought that was a good race, so yeah, that was my top three. I'll say, um, so I'll say again, uh, hungry, uh, I say hungry, I say uh, Imola, and I say uh, back as well. Yeah, because your, your, your team got a, um, a double points finishing in hungry and back. So you, yeah, you we did. Have to say them, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, my, my boys. Well. Me, so. uh, Something as well, because you know, Shamo boy, you can sit place, but nah, that's that's. I'm not gonna get gas without that 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 point. That point finish. Hey, I'm living off that man. Come on, man, get gas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm living off that, bro. Man. That's literally how you know uh, I got my job, but I need more. I need more. So yeah, I'm not gonna be shameless in face of that one sit place. Come on, what's your um, best moments of the season? Now? Uh, number one is uh, Silverstone. I'm not gonna lie. Um, not the incident itself, what happened in lap one, yeah, but the comeback because it's a racing incident, yeah. FIA stuck ten seconds on his head top, told him wait, and he still won the race. This, this, it was unbelievable stuff. And then when the race, <laughs> when the race ended, he was running around Silverstone like he was the, like he was, like the goat he is. Wherever the flag, how much legendary pictures have come out of that Silverstone? 
uh, <laughs> of Lewis Hamilton. The guy was doing hella photo ops. That was top levels of sticking his two fingers up at FIA and saying, yo, listen, I'm still going to do my thing because I'm better than the rest of these guys. Um, people say, oh, yeah, Leclerc had his injury issues, so on and so on. But um, I feel like that race was lit and that was one of the biggest moments of the season so far. Um, second, I'll say, um, I like Bahrain. People don't like Bahrain. I think it's one of the best races to see, especially the last couple of laps. Um, that was racing, racing. Like, literally, we went to the end, to the last lap. It could have been Max, it could have been Lewis to win that race. So that was proper, proper, proper exciting. Um, maybe because um, everything else that went on as well in that race. Um, I think the biggest moment for me is Baku, because Baku was just nuts. Baku looked like it was going to be uh, Red Bull 1-2, tyre blowout. Then we saw the restart, everything that happened there. And then we saw elite levels of racing from everybody towards the end. We saw even Fernando Alonso doing absolute mazine in the last couple of laps, um, gaining so many positions. We saw the G- Gasly and Leclerc battling each other. Um, I think Baku on the whole, that was my favourite moment. Even though Hungary was a good race and stuff like that, and we saw the highlight of Alonso and Hamilton um, having that little battle, um, I wouldn't put that on my top three. I think that's recency bias. I ain't gonna do it. About to say as well, I should miss out something as well. Um, something bit off key. About to say, um, Monaco and uh, McLaren's uh, golf livery as well. Like, that was a very nice livery, and we don't usually see that much livery changes as well in F1, uh, during the season. That's a very off field. I know it's not to do with racing, but just the you know, Monaco race was dead. Exterior. Monaco race was dead, but the quality uh, was Monaco's always dead. Monaco's always dead. Monaco's always dead, but just the exterior. Just, yeah, hey, was... listen, people that are out there that Till's telling me that Monaco's a top 10 track, allow it, man. Get with the times, man. Both, like, like I said, man, that it's is a heritage history, track, man. but it's not heritage a top track, 10. Man. It's not a top heritage 10 track. If you could keep 10 racetracks or pick 10 racetracks for racing, you can't put Monaco there. Because you can't put a track that you can't overtake. You can't it's a good time trial track, but that's about it. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I pretty much kind of agree with you guys in terms of the best moments of the season. Yeah, I probably have um, Hungary at number one. That was the perfect balance between like carnage and like quality racing, basically. Because you know, you had Alonso Hamilton, you had Mick um, Verstappen, Mick versus Verstappen, you had Ross um, Batman as well. You, well, Mick Mick as well. you know, said, yeah. you, had, you had almost like battles between like the front, the middle, and the back, as well as a mix up of the grid. So that was a that was a solid race for me. That was definitely the race of the season. Um, and also the Silverstone win, um, Baku at the end, kind of like the little sprint race, basically. Yeah, that's that's kind of my best moment. Yeah, basically. What do you want to say, Kwame? Sorry. Uh no, I didn't say anything, man. I just said that. Um, also in um, Hungary as well. Yeah, I said that you had uh, Mick and uh, Hamilton fighting out. You had um, yeah, you had quite a lot of battles going through, all the way through the field. Usually it's just you know just midfield, so yeah, that's what I had. That's it. A what cool. under undercover moment? Um, Max doing a burnout in the Mysterium Grand Prix at the end because he won by so such a big margin. Bring back shit houseery in Formula One. I want to see more of that. I need to see more of that. I need to see more of that. Bring nah, it back right, because people are the people are saying, "Oh my god, it's so disrespectful." I need to see more disrespect in Formula One. Now you're right. Funny enough, sorry to interject. Funny enough, Lewis did that at um, Austin, I think in 2017 or 2018. He did the exact same thing as well because I seen him see a clip of him. Seb, Seb's done it. I remember Seb doing it. I remember Seb doing it. Oh, yeah. Seb, Seb's definitely done it. Yeah, yeah. But people saying, oh, Lewis will never do that. But that, that's new. These are these are new generation fans, man. I need to see shit house. Oh, yeah. They, I know. These Twitter are 12, would you know, not survive the 90s. Twitter ain't surviving the 90s, 2000s. Boy. Boy. You need to bring right, shit right, house back. Imagine oh. Schumacher, you know, cool fire spa. These guys are not, these guys are not be here for that, man. <laughs> but yeah, but everyone, 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 everyone is too nice now. It's too nice, man. They're too patty patty. Everyone's friends on the grid. But Hamilton, everyone is literally boys on the grid. Everyone's getting playing together. Photos. We need a bit of competitive some, back, man. Everyone. Someone put off a tweet, yeah, saying uh, the Sooner fans, I'm going to just paraphrase it. So the Sooner fans realize that F1 is brutal and, you know, all about 
you know, fucking try to get race wins and blah 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 and shit out sweet and not all roses and petals is the sooner people wake up basically and realize. And I thought, yeah, that's spot on. People think you know F1 is all pally pally besties, oh my god, da, 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 all this soft shit, but nah, it's not like these these are too many psychopaths that we have on the grid. You know, some of these drivers can watch a man die, watch their boy die on a Saturday and then race on a Sunday like nothing's happened. Like, I don't think I'll be doing that. Like, just to go down the road. Like, you know, this is a different... This is not this all this soft, pally pally shit or this bestie shit that some of these DTS fans think it is. Like, this is like hardcore shit. This is 20 of the most elite drivers in the world. This is the most exclusive club sports that you have in the world. This ain't no soft shit. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. I'll, I'll, t- I'll add to this, yeah, because... um. I think I think people don't understand that every single one of those drivers think they're the best driver. Literally every single one. That's their mentality. And people think it's a disrespect thing where they feel like, oh, if you hear comments, oh, if I was in a top car, I'd be winning races, blah, 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 blah. Because um, uh, I think I think Lando said it. Lando said, look, if I was in a Merco or Red Bull, I'd be winning hella races. This is what they this is what they think. They all think they're better than everybody else. Same way Lewis when he came in the team, he thought he was better than all of them. If you ain't got that mentality, you ain't making it. You ain't built for prime time. If you're doing uh, respect gestures, forget about it. The, the, you ain't going to make it, especially if you're on a top, top team. You should think you're the best driver. I know we take the piss out of Bottas. Bottas is in the top team, and he thinks he's the best driver. I know we think it's delusional, but look, that's the mentality of these guys. It's an individual sport. Of course, they're going to think they're the best. So um, I think it needs to be uh, seen as more competitive. We're seeing it now. Um Max has actually decided to mount a title challenge because he's got a, a better car. I think we've seen a long period of dominance. And next year, when it all goes up in the air in terms of drivers, uh, in terms of cars, we have no idea who's going to be the best. And mm. we're going to see the attitudes of all the drivers. We're going to see personalities coming up 100%. when it happens. Because I feel like I agree because I feel like when the field gets closer when, you know, the current new gen, you know, your Max's of the world, your Landers of the world, your Leclerc's of the world. Yeah, yeah, they're doing buddy-buddy on Twitch, you know, during lockdown. But I feel like when their cars are fighting for P1, P2, championship titles, you'll see, you know, rivalries will fill up, man. It's all happening, you know, what was Hamilton. Their guys are boys in karting, buddy buddy do the duh on the podium and Rosberg got his first one in Williams. Yeah, that's my guy. But we saw happened in 2016. It's all happening uh, in, in Spain. It's all happened. And same thing, you know, could happen again. So, yeah, it, it's true. Like, so when people, when that, like, when somebody like Max says, "Oh, I think I can beat," uh, I'm quicker than Hamilton. Or I think I'm better than him. Yeah, why would he not think that? If he don't think that, he ain't built for it. He ain't built for this. So you have to have that mentality. When someone like Lando says, "Yeah, I'll beat Max in the Red Bull," that's you have to have that mentality. And I don't think why are people outraged by these comments. That oh uh, Max thinks he's two, ten, uh, two tenths faster than Lewis. Of course he's gonna think that. It, 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 it's where 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 people are overreacting and not understanding that this is they're not pally pally. They're saying that they're saying they're respecting. They all think they can dust each other. If it was an equal spec, if it was equal spec, watch watch Mazepin say you beat everybody. Yep, yep, that is true. That is true. Listen, the sooner these some of these soft. Fans realize this the better man. Bring back shit as we in F1 man. Bring up bastard behavior back in F1. Just bring back all of that shit. Because people will lose their man. Imagine once people found out that um Schumacher won in the pit lane at um what was it? Spa was it? I, that was oh. the most F so race. I forgot what I forgot what race it was when he went in the pit lane one. Yeah, yeah. But until fans found out about that, oh my god, they're gonna lose it. They're gonna lose it. Wait till they found out about Suzuka 1990, wait till they found out about um uh, when Schumacher binned it, yeah, Schumacher binned it so Alonso didn't get bored. Ah. <laughs> this is elite stuff, man. Look, that's why I, I, I fuck with Leclerc because Leclerc's on it already. He's got the mentality to do that stupidness as well. He's got yeah. the Ferrari people in his ear telling him, "Yo, in him, man, what they they're telling him? What would Schumacher do? That's what they're telling him. That's it. What would Schumacher do? That that's the thing, isn't it? Anyways, moving swiftly on to. The last topic. Worst moments of the season so far. So, Mahat, what have you not enjoyed this season? I've not enjoyed um, 
screenshots, animations, and um, just total um, meltdown of the internet of a racing incident. That a racing incident at Silverstone, where people were trying to attribute blame and sort of doing talking about oh apexes and racing lines and he needs to do this he needs to do that listen none of you lot are race drivers yeah unless you're a race driver i ain't trying to hear your opinion on it. unless you're a race driver or um somebody that's like a team principal or somebody that's proper close to the sport yeah you man don't know wagwan with any of this and we didn't need to be doing that for how long was it two and a half weeks I was seeing animations 14 days later. I ain't got time for it. If that's if that's the way this sport is heading, I am sick and tired already. I might have to just log out of F1 Twitter completely and just get off the internet because all of that for a racing incident. Yes, I believe that the penalty was harsh and I don't think the penalty should have happened. But guess what? Yeah, the FIA don't like Lewis Hampton. This has happened bare times. He gets penalties that he don't deserve. He, he, he holds one to the chest every single time. Yeah, and that's one thing that kind of needs to be accepted because if you know who runs the FIA and the type of people out there, they don't like Lewis Hamilton. So that's what's going to happen. But for us to, for 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 us as a Formula One community to go over it, over it, on and on and on and on and on, it, it it's not needed for a racing incident. Yeah, okay, Max crashed out. Um. Um, he went in the ambulance and so on. Then we hear Max fans trying to play on the ambulance thing. And then we see, oh, Lewis, Lewis doesn't care. Look, he was in the ambulance. Da, da, da. Listen, these men are racing drivers. What, what's he going to be doing? Shedding tears while he's driving around, while he's trying to uh, gain a 10-second advantage. The, the brother didn't die. We keep it moving. We've, we've been watching this sport for a while. Us two. Us, all us three here, yeah? We know what it's about. So for... That, that was a sour moment, you know. Um, I'll say just because of everything that came out of it, um, Red Bull's response weren't good. Um, they, the response to Lewis Hamilton and the vitriol that all the racism that he received in that, it was absolutely disgusting. Um, again, this is this is Formula One. There's racism all about. This is, this is, we are entering something that's not technically, and I've always known, they're saying our environment, this is this is their sport. If you're talking, if we're talking about the type of people that watch Formula One that are the older generation, yeah, they're not the people that take too kind to our likes, our people. And they don't really like they haven't liked Lewis Hamilton from the job. So the second something they see Lewis doing something that's seen as his fault or anything like that, of course they're gonna be in the comments. But they're ignorant as fuck. That's just how it is. Um, it shouldn't be like that. But at this moment in time, the way the sport is and the way it is, um, that's how it is. And I feel like we didn't need to have that period whatsoever. Both sides. It just didn't need to happen. It was a racing incident. Lewis runs the race. Shit happens. Formula One, shit happens. We don't always have to attribute blame if somebody crashes out. Because these guys have been crashed all their lives. Just, this is racing. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's somebody's fault. They hold a penalty to their jaw. And we keep it stepping. That's what the penalty is for. Not us doing mad retrospective analysis and saying, look, this and that about somebody. And look, look, he's done this before. And then we're seeing highlights from way, way back. No, it's racing. This is how it goes. And I think there needs to be more an acceptance to that. And I think the race drivers kind of know that themselves. That, look, a lot of them said it's racing incident because shit happens. And I think that was the worst moment by far. Um... Another moment, mm, not sure. I think I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to skip it. Let me think about it. Okay, Kwame, what about you? Yeah, so, um, my three, um, I'm gonna start slow with the uh tie blocks. I mean, yes, they did contribute to the excitedness uh, of uh Baku. It was for the tie blocks, it would be you know, a pretty joy, you know. A pretty uh, boring um, one-two Red Bull victory, yes. But again, these tie blowouts from Ferrari, this will be happening from Wadey Man from 2011 uh, in Silverstone, and we're now 2021, 10 years later, and we're still having these tie blowouts. And 
yes, they may be assigned to the Durham authorities, you know, time is so soft, they degrade and that they degrade so quickly and they make it so fast. But again, it's risking, you know, their lives, you know, off, you know, drivers, uh, something that they shouldn't be necessarily taking a risk, especially on a straight uh, wall place. You think, okay, they'll be cool. And all of a sudden, they just, you know, crash, you know, having to, uh, Max, having to show as well, um, Baku, and uh, across their race as well. And yes, uh, it is racing. You do have tire issues, you know, you, you, you get punches happening, but especially, you know, weird places, I think was their front left and their back left happening on the part of the track. Like, that needs to be fixed up. And yeah, I'm normally here for that. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, my, my thing, and I'm again, similar, same with my head, the whole over analysis of the whole, um, the whole, um, Silverson crash, it was just over the top, like. I hate when people do this, man. Like, it's not that deep. Like, the way I saw it, two guys were going in for a position. One was trying to overtake another guy. They both didn't yield out and they crashed. That's what happened. But because we haven't had this um, title championship battle for how long now? Um, now we finally got one. Any little thing, you know, the media and the teams are going to blow out proportion. I understand the teams are going to do their shit, we? I understand the teams are going to do their little debates back and forth in the FI. But that shouldn't be, you know, spill out, you know, into, you know, hold the, hold the whole racist, you know, um, attacks we're seeing done by Lewis. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that the way, you know, Horner, you know, a team principal of Red Bull, you know, they try to deal with it, try to say, well, yeah, Max gets uh, a beast too. Like, nah, bro, like, it, it, it does work like that. It, it does work like that. And I feel like the way it was dealt was very, very poor. And again, like I said, we have to understand that this is not a sport. And at the same time, that's where you know, go shout, you know, people like us, Chappers of Echo, Chappers like Quick Stop, Chappers on the Chicane, all the other podcasts out there, you know, for, you know, you know, not just black people, but, you know, other ethnicities uh, are there as well. Because you're creating a space, man, in sport that you can have open conversation like this, man, about feeling, you know, little bits here and there will get done for. And um, Chidan, Chidan says in the best moments as well, but that's where you got to shout stuff like, you know, the Hunter Commission as well, um, you know, for what he's doing in sport, um, trying to, you know, Get more uh, paying people or you know, uh, more people of you know lower class into the sport as well. And again, people like Vettel and uh, Vettel as well and Schumacher and um, them talking about you know the environment, environmental issues and you know other LGBT issues as well that got taken down by um, by the FIA as well in um, in Hungary as well because you know they had their um, politics going on, their their government, um, their election going on. And all these issues, man. Uh, so that was kind of frustrating. And um, um so certain tracks are just boring as well, man. I can't lie, man. So certain tracks are like, like Monaco and Spain. I, I'm tired. I, I'm tired of these tracks where people can overtake. I, I'm, I'm tired. Like, what's the point of them having on the grid where they're just going to have you know, qualifying is going to be the same? Like, come on, what's the point? I, I, I don't know how they're going to change it. Like, we had a conversation about Monaco because the street circuit is a bit different, but stuff like you know, Catalonia. Valencia was there, man. Valencia was a decent circuit. Now it's in ruins. Like, uh, yeah, this. Uh... Don't cancel Monaco because I need to pop bottles there still. I mean, we need to be there as well. Yeah, yeah. Pistol Factor 2022, Monaco, please, next year. After that, you can cancel it. <laughs> we just need to see on a yacht. Mind your business. If you see him on a yacht with some bottles, mind your business. Same goes with my heart. If you see this with Dumpy, with um, somebody's friend, mind your business. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, we ran a hole on me. About to say, if we're not there, catch us in Miami. <laughs> catch us in Miami, man. Boy, we're yeah. doing both. We're doing double shift. Shit. Definitely doing both. Anyways, quick one. Who's going to win the drivers and constructors, Mahad? Uh, Matt, um, Red Bull's winning constructors. Lewis is winning the title. But I think he's going to win like by like less than 10 points. It's going to go down to it's going to go down to the white. It's going to be decided in, Ab- in Abu Dhabi. That's what I think is going to happen. It really depends on what the 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 next four races decides which way it's going to go. If if Red Bull come out and then just start dominating, then it's, um, Mercedes are in trouble. Um, even then, I think Lewis could just pull it out anyway, regardless. Okay, go on, man. Yeah, I'll have to give him mad. Uh, I feel like Red Bull. As a team, I just better. I feel like um, Perez is a better single driver than Bottas. Uh, so I feel like that would be the bigger key to push Rebel to win the constructors. 
And again, it wasn't if it wasn't for this race in Hungary, which was a bit of a yeah, bit of a anomaly. I feel like they were ball ahead anyways by quite a bit of margin. So I think they can pull that back. Uh driver wise, I believe Hamilton will win. Mainly because not even because I feel like he'll be faster than uh Max, but I feel like just because of his experience, uh just because of how he'll manage certain situations, um, I feel like that will click in with him. I feel like at the beginning of the season, uh, I feel like it's a bit kind of easier for him. Stuff like, for example, Imla, uh, with how he uh, overtaking, like, for example, in Silverstone, you saw Hamilton, he just, no, I'm not going to let you go, Max, I'm going to try to overtake you. Whilst Imla, for example, he was like, okay, Max, I'll let you overtake me and you can have the race. So I feel like he's taking a bit more, I don't say seriously, but yeah, a bit more seriously, a bit more, you know, taking to his glass now. It's more like, I'm going to try and push for this win. So yeah, I'll, I'll say, yeah, Again, I can agree with my head. I feel I'll go to the last race or two. I feel I'd be very tired this year. Um, not like previous years. Yeah, as long as Lewis wins and Mercedes wins, I don't care how it's done. That's calm on me. A quick side note. If if Percival, if you're listening, signs beat you in the standings, yeah? You'll see me and Mahad doing El Ching Viso live <laughs> and direct. And Abu Dhabi live and direct. Red Bally's on, smoking cigars from Ferrari labeling. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna hate us. The pot's gonna get shut down, but I don't care. We're gonna go go with a bank. Simple. I'm gonna I'm gonna be shouting, Percival Esmalo, Esmalo. Percival's in trouble if that happens, but we'll see what happens in the second half of the season. I'm looking forward to it. So it's pending. It's pending. It's pending. Um, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, um, hey, listen, listen. I think Lewis is going to win the title like on 2008 vibes. Unfortunately, Percival's in trouble. Hey, right, listen, Ferrari fans, um, we are your worst enemies. Richard is mad. Here we are. Kwame, we're going to absolve you from this. So yeah, I don't really care. I'm, I'm meant to be the YouTube channel. Kwame, you're part of us now. It's sorry. <laughs> It's a, it was a joint enterprise. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> you was witness on the scene. Yeah, I'm the witness. I'm the witness. Yeah, cool. I'm uh, cooperating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, listeners, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you for joining and listening to us or watch us on YouTube. I think we want to, you know, take us in. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share. Bloody. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Same handle, Pitsoffracker. And we'll see you next week for a Debbie special pod. Peace. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.